0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dobbs is hit from behind. The ball's out. They're calling this a fumble at the
1: moment. And the return by Allen for the touchdown. Just as everyone expected, Josh Allen, an AFC Player of the Week. <laughs> uh, that's the Defensive Player of the Week, though. Jags Josh Allen. And <clears throat> my team did get uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Jeremy White, Jody DiBiase getting ready for wild card weekend. Uh, if you missed our conversation with Marcel Louis-Jacques, Dolphins reporter, that was about 8.30. I'm going to go back and listen to that. Uh, we're shifting gears to the Jags, who have a playoff game, a home playoff game, uh, coming up this weekend as well. Jags reporter Mike DiRocco of uh, ESPN joining us on the Western Hotline. Uh, Mike, good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe. Happy uh, happy Wild Card Weekend.
2: Hey, happy Wild Card Weekend. How are you guys doing today?
1: We're good. We're good. I I feel like I should let Joe take over most of this because for Joe – They've been your Jags for a while here, Joe. He's been he's been I'm, he's been vibing the Jaguars for most of the year.
3: I've been I I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, some victory laps this week, Mike, cuz since September I've been thinking this team is capable of winning that division. And I mean, I, I I shouldn't say it's all them. I mean, they put together that run, but you know, Mike, from following this, I mean, it took the Titans going on a crazy losing streak too.
2: Yeah, they had to lose 6 in a row for the Jags to even have the be in the position uh in week 18 to win that uh, last game and win the division, but you never wavered in October, huh? 0 5 in October and you stuck with it? No,
3: you know, you know, it was the, you know, we were going through a time here where the Bills had lost something like eight or nine one score games in a row. And we had been saying, like, for weeks, like, okay, this is, this is fluky. Like, this is not indicative of how good they are. It, it just bounces and it, it's just an unlucky stretch. So to be consistent, I mean, the Jags had lost something like, what was it, 10 in a row? one-score games at one point. So, for me, they were just the opposite of that. Like, okay, if the Bills' luck is going to turn in these, then the Jaguars' luck is going to turn in these. And their point differential was great. Um, I've always loved Lawrence as a talent. So, I don't know. I felt like it was always there. They just weren't really getting the results early on.
2: Yeah, and the one-score game thing was a big deal around here in but but that also led to the well if this happens in this game and this happens in that game then we're you know, we're five and one or whatever the heck it was. So we right. you know, we would hear that from the players and you know, usually when you hear that it's like from bad teams and believe me, I've covered a lot of bad teams here. So um I really wasn't, you know, looking ahead to this team being the champs in the division. I figured, you know, Lawrence hadn't flipped the switch yet and you know, we were into October at this point and we were starting to wonder around here or some people were starting to wonder around here you know when is that going to happen because it needs to happen quickly because you don't want to be going into year three with your franchise quarterback your supposed franchise quarterback and he doesn't look like one and that happened at the end of october and they've been on fire ever since
3: and, you know, and and it, Lawrence is a big reason for that, right? Like being on fire, like yeah. that switch has been flipped, correct? It,
1: yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, Mike. Like one of the things we talk about in Buffalo when people ask about the Josh Allen trajectory, hmm. I, I think we all say he wasn't amazing in year two, but he was every bit good enough that we never doubted we wanted to see year three and see where that went. And like that would be the determining factor if he's one of the three or five best quarterbacks in the league. Is Lawrence on like a similar track?
2: Yeah, and that's what I pointed out to people, too, you know, in the offseason. It's like, hey, look, Josh Allen's rookie year wasn't great either. Um, and and Josh Allen didn't have to deal with the same kind of stuff that Trevor Lawrence had to deal with with Urban Meyer. So it was a parallel for me to watch. And, you know, I was just, like I said, just wondering, when's that flip or switch going to flip? And it took the five losses in October. It took two bad interceptions um, in, in the game in London against the Broncos. And he sat in that locker room after the game and was like, this is it. I I, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I need to start playing like the player I know I am. And, boom, since then, I think he finished the season second in the league in passer rating and second in the league in completion percentage from that point on. So he's been fantastic. You know, it's not always been tremendous. There's been a couple of, you know, bad throws here or there and a couple of, you know, and games but I mean that's kind of playing quarterback in the NFL but if you take from November on together as a whole you look at him and go that looks like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL so it's sort of similar trajectory to what Josh Allen did
1: Michael the ESPN covers the Jaguars the Jags made a lot of headlines the offseason for spending way too much money right everyone got mad at them for <laughs> uh the free agency going nuts but a lot of the moves seem to have worked I mean Christian Kirk was Uh, a big-time target in terms of getting overpaid, but he's really good. And, you know, like, you can spend all the money. If it works, you end up looking pretty smart about it.
2: Yeah, look, they spent, I want to say it was $158 million guaranteed on all their free agents, and they nailed the offensive guys. I mean, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, all career highs in receptions and yards. Uh, Ingram put together the best. Season by a tight end in Jaguars history. Um, the fantastic signings. I mean, Trent Baalke, the guy who was maligned and clowned on literally by the fans around here, just absolutely nailed free agency. Then you look at defensively, Foye Lueckin led the league in tackles again. Um, Darius Williams, once they figured out that he's a better outside corner than Nickel, which they signed him to be, which was a little bit confusing, but eventually they moved him outside, and he's been pretty darn good. So you know that money, like you said, when it works, you look like a genius. But if Christian Kirk had been sitting here with 60 catches for 800 yards, uh, it wouldn't have been as good of a season. But those guys, they nailed it, and worth every penny for those, especially for those three offensive uh, pass catchers, no question.
3: I was about to say the one thing that the only thing they really haven't done—they've provided Lawrence with everything. Maybe like that one alpha number one wide receiver, but I keep forgetting they traded for Calvin Ridley at the trade deadline. So they might have they might think they've already got that guy. And I don't want to jump too far ahead, because um, we'll talk about the playoff game, but I'm looking at the other teams right now, Mike, in that division, in Tennessee, with the, all the coaches they're firing, and who knows what they'll do at quarterback, they could they could draft a guy and start over there. And the Texans are gonna be starting over there, and they need a coach, and the Colts, same thing. Like I, I have to think Jaguars fans if they're looking ahead at all and there's a playoff game coming, they have to be seeing a division that could be theirs for the taking for a few years here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the exact way they're looking at it, and it's probably the exact way the Jaguars are looking at it too because, look, the two most important pieces you have to have are the head coach and the quarterback, and they've got both. Um, And It's the best head coach-quarterback combination in that division by far, and they should be the team – that wins that division, um, you know, seven of the next ten years at this point. They're, they're, you know, obviously injuries occur and you maybe miss a draft pick here or there or, you know, one of those other teams has a little bitty run. But overall, they should win seven in the next ten. They're the best team in that division going forward right now, no question.
1: Mike DiRocco, ESPN. All right, on this game, Chargers and Jaguars. I'm almost a little bit inclined to say the winner of this game, the quarterback, will start to be mentioned as the fourth best guy in the AFC. I mean, <laughs> Herbert has kind of had that for a while, but, you know, it doesn't always show up in these moments. He has not won a playoff game. This is his first appearance in a playoff game. So, fair or unfair, it does feel like a battle for the guy that gets mentioned right after Mahomes, Allen Burrow.
2: Yeah, and, and the thing of it is, is none of us really have any idea what those guys are going to look like in this game. You know, it's a big-time game, obviously. It's win or go home. It's pressure. It's national television. It's The game is on your shoulders because, let's be honest, the guy that doesn't play well in this game, their team has no chance to win. Um, so I, I, I don't know what we're going to see out of these guys. That's the fun thing to me. You know, which one, which one of these guys is going to step up or, or will both step up and it's going to be – you know, the one mistake that decides this game. But, uh, you know, Lawrence has played in these big-time games before. He won a national championship as a freshman uh, at Clemson against Alabama. So, I mean, he at least has that in the back pocket there. But, you know, if we were talking in October, mid-October, end of October, even after the way Herbert played in the game that the Jaguars won in Week 3, 38-10, you would be sitting there going, well, it's definitely Herbert, but we'll have to see how it works out on Saturday night. But that, to me, is the most fun part about this game. You not know what we're going to get out of those guys.
3: How how confident are you? And I guess, what's the feeling from Jaguars fans in general, just their chances of winning this game uh, in general?
2: Uh, well, Jags fans are nervous, uh, as they probably should be, um, because they know that that, Chargers team from week three is nothing like this Chargers team they're going to face now. Bosa got hurt in that game. They didn't have Keenan Allen in that game. They didn't have starting center in that game. The left tackle got hurt in that game. Um, it was not anywhere close to the same team that they're going to see Saturday night. So, you know, I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, you know, I, I, I think this Jaguar offense, which has kind of been a little bit um, inconsistent the last couple of weeks, is, is going to get back on track. Because that uh, that offense or that defensive front from the uh, the Chargers, they can rush the passer pretty well, but they're not very good against the run. And I think they're going to be able to run the ball, and that's going to open a lot of stuff up for Trevor Lawrence and some of that short stuff in the middle of the field and the crossers with with Kirk and, and Zay Jones. So I, you know, the Jags are two point underdogs. The only thing that makes me say, hey, I think they win this game, is you look at Doug Peterson and. You know in his career he's four and one against the spread as an underdog um in the uh the playoffs you know every or excuse me four and one uh, straight up as an underdog in the playoffs back in two thousand and seventeen when they won the super Bowl the the Eagles were underdogs in all three of those games so um you know the doug Marone, or excuse me Doug Peterson factor probably gives me a little bit of an edge to the Jags
1: all right, Saturday night. Exciting. Wild card. W- Sorry, super wild card super weekend. Super wild card weekend. They changed yeah. the name of it when they had the extra game, so super wild card weekend. Uh, and then, you know, if the Jags win, Mike, what we'd like is them to go into Kansas City and knock them off too, if you guys could just, you uh, That would be you know, tremendous. Take yeah, care of business there. Or we might uh, get the AFC Championship back here in Buffalo, which would be pretty nice.
2: Yeah, you sure,
1: the Jags will be absolutely
2: 100% willing to do you guys a solid. For sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Very good. All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Mike D'Arco of uh, ESPN on Jags and Chargers, which is Saturday night. I, how do you? How do you, Go ahead. I, I think that game is my favorite game of the weekend. I think it should be the favorite game of the weekend. It's um, the two four five matchups are good, and one of them has Tom Brady, and I'm tired of him. So <laughs> yes, this and is the, the Cowboys one. too. Like you can get tired of them. There's, a, by the way, there's an article today at ProFootballTalk.com about Brady and Miami. That bet your your Brady I, and Miami thing is not done.
3: I'm not, I'm not I am definitely not dead on that. Yeah. Um
1: a source although, tells Pro Football Talk. One source with general knowledge of the various dynamics regarding all things Brady refers to Miami is definitely on the table. And we just talked to Marcel about Tua's fifth-year option. If they don't pick that up, then, you know, that's cheap. Tua makes 4.7 million in the final year of his rookie deal if they don't pick it up. Man, that would be that would be you 45, 46? Will you be 46 next year? 46. 46-year-old Brady over Tua. Remember. Would be <laughs> nuts. Well, Brady in that offense, first off, the line, they might need help on the line. Yeah. But with Waddle and Hill, you know my, You know how I, I do this. What's the most annoying thing he could do? Answer, play for Miami. So yeah. that's now what I expect him I, to
3: do. So this is, I think he, if, this is going to depend on how much sway he has. He's going to want Miami. Right, like, is there any doubt that Brady, number one on his list this offseason, to, will be the Dolphins
1: to move off of Tua?
3: Move off of Tua if he can get that done. He couldn't like, get the Raiders every-
1: to go ahead. Sorry, he couldn't get the Raiders to move off of Derek Carr. Right? Wasn't that the story we learned? I think when so. he was in the barber shop and he said, "You're not going to get rid of that bleep."er He was talking about Derek Carr. and it The was, Raiders. It was
3: Derek Carr, right? Yeah. But now, like, I, I don't know if that part ownership. Stake is still involved in a potential Dolphins move for him, like it was talked about last off season. Um, He's still his friend uh, Beal, I think is the guy's name, is second in command to Stephen Ross. They're all Michigan guys, and for on the field purposes, Hill and Waddle get rid of the ball in two seconds. You're gonna put up five thousand yards. They, like you said, the O line needs to be fixed. But his his kids live in Miami. Like to me. Brady, I mean, it, it's undoubtedly obvious that he's going to want the Dolphins. It's just going to come down to whether the Dolphins want him.
1: And then there's a question: Would he be a? Would he accept Mike McDaniel as a head coach?
3: That also is a good question.
1: Would he? Would you? Would he? I mean, I don't know why you 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 wouldn't, but he just might want to. You know, pick his guy, whoever it could be. Yeah. He might want it to be. Although Sean Payton recently said, if we work together, it'll, pro- it'll probably be at Fox. Well, what is right? What does
3: McDaniel say about that though? Does McDaniel say like really I'll like Brady. we're we're doing this like I, I maybe he wants to develop a guy. He doesn't want to coach Brady for a year and then have
1: to start over in 2 Nothing years. Nothing would make me happier than if Brady did go to Miami and then they found out he was shot. I mean, he had good weapons this year and they did not have a good offense. Right. They they did have maybe like the worst O-line in football though, like They did. They did. They had a lot of injuries. Godwin was hurt for a while. Yeah. As well. Yeah, okay. How do you uh how do you like that the point or the suggestion that the winner of Saturday's game, Chargers, Jags, ha- ha- they can lay claim to the fourth-best quarterback in the conference. I think it's good. I think not it's pre- good. Not, not premature for, uh, no. for Lawrence? Here's the thing. Like, if you go, if you start naming them, usually it goes Allen, Mahomes, Burrow in some order. M- yeah. You know, Mahomes first. Playoff wins, Allen, three. Burrow, three. Mahomes, what, like Seven. He's got a Super Bowl. This is Bowl.
3: a 10. It's, right. it's a lot.
1: Herbert would have none, Yeah. and Lawrence is in his first game. So, I mean, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's got at least one playoff victory. He got one over the Bills, maybe even a couple more. So, like, you would have AFC quarterbacks with playoff wins, yeah. and fair or not, it would be time to say, like, when is Justin Herbert, if he's so good? Yeah. I'm not one saying this. I just anticipate no, me this, this would be said a lot.
3: Is he going to be the new... I mean, this was Peyton Manning. Who else is the name you want for this? Is he going to be the new guy that's getting judged on wins and playoff wins when we know he's great and he just like it's more about the coach and it's more about what's around him? I mean, because for have, me, that's it.
1: Like, the, I, there are plenty of criticisms of their offensive design and coordinator. Yes, their coach last year looked really bright. They they, they are in the playoffs. If you want to talk about one team. You know, the Bills have, have taken on a lot of injuries this year. The Chargers have taken on a lot of big injuries this year. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Rashawn, Rashawn Flader, who's Slater, who's coming back. Bosa. Bosa. Like, it, right. It, Derwin James missed time. I mean, like, it's been yep. J.C. Jackson out for the year, right? Yeah. So that's a team that's come through a lot of injuries. Man, if Herbert could put together a nice run, he, he would, you know, he I think he'd get himself... Let's say he wins this game, the Chargers win, and they go into Kansas City and win. And oh, he, he's, he
3: is cemented. He's right back
1: in he is with su- Mahomes, yes. Allen, Burrow.
3: He is, he's right in the same breath. Like, right now, it's in some order, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. And you can't really yell at anyone too much. You won't get yelled at too much for putting any of those guys in any different order, right? Like, maybe right. if you put Mahomes three, you might get a, a pushback. But... Right now you can't really do that with Herbert. No, I mean, you, they, you can't put they, Herbert one.
1: No, you'd be doing tiers and right yeah. now Herbert is, you know, probably making a case a tier below those three guys. Maybe. He he shows incredible talent. It just comes down to when do the results actually come for him? You know, and for the, and for them. Dan Orlovsky I saw today posted his playoff quarterback oh my gosh, rankings. we got to get to this this is you, you've got issues
3: i got issues i got a lot of <laughs> issues with okay. this list
1: all right we'll get to that next dan orlovsky's quarterback playoff quarterback power rankings jeremy white sneaky joe here on wgr
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours The history that and that comes with it, and sorry to 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 keep that answer so simple, but it's just the history. Like, if you go on a date and with somebody three times, you should know that she or he, whoever you're with, likes like Lemon Drop or Shirley Temple. Like, but like that's what you should should know. So, I kind of look at it for what it is. Like, I don't make it like all these giant things. Like, you know, like we're going on
1: our third date. You know, hopefully, we can take them home. Bill's offense have tackled Dion Dawkins. There was much laughter after that. He, uh, that was, good. Was, was a good line from Dion Dawkins. Dawkins is a uh, is a treasure. He's a local treasure. And, you
3: know he he is. He's at like he lives in the arena. Yeah. If I, any Saber game, Bandits game, I go to. Like he's just he's there every time.
1: Yeah. Ed Oliver showed up to the Bills game on Sunday wearing an old school Sabers blue and gold starter jacket.
3: Yes, that was nice.
1: Yes, it was. You want to get me right in the uh, fields of nostalgia? You show me some starter jackets, I get right there. Like I, hmm. you know, I grew up on starter jackets. I think they're
3: making a bit of a comeback.
1: I, it would be great. I mean, I, I probably can't wear one at forty-three, or maybe I can. What else? Yeah. Why not Yeah. What? I don't know. It was, I mean, it was a it was a strange time, Joe. It was a pullover winter jacket.
3: Yeah, a lot of them were. That's a, that that is a little. It had like the zipper that goes like halfway down, though, right?
1: Yeah, like a quarter zip. Quarter, the ones it's like a, I had were, It's a quarter zip jacket. They had some that were full zips, but I, th- no, they had plenty that were full zips. I take that back because I had a, definitely had a full zip. Mm-hmm. Mm, I had a Cowboys because my aunt bought me a Cowboys oh, starter man. jacket. She wow. was a Cow, She was a Cowboys fan. Tried to get me into the Cowboys when I was younger. But I had a Golden State Warriors that was a pullover starter jacket, and that one had nice a, like a front pouch, front jack, uh, front pocket. And then they had the old school Warriors logo, the, the golden basketball, with the state of California on it. Uh-huh. And I loved that jacket. And I was so, I, it, I, it got lost to, I don't even know. I, I, I thought I could find it cleaning out my mom's house. I could not. I would have loved to find that jacket. Maybe Sadly, it's, it's gone.
3: Maybe it's out there somewhere to uh, somewhere. to buy.
1: I know, like eBay, right? eBay something. or something. A 19, what year was it, I'm, 1992 starter jacket, Golden State Warriors?
3: I'm checking, like, the, the official starter website, and they don't just sell the jackets anymore. Like, they're selling other stuff. Um, what are they na- waiting for? I know, like, get on this. Like, they've got, like, these, like, you can get a Bill's flannel with, like, a
1: hoodie on it. Haven't start- Hasn't this company realized that absolutely everything on Earth is currently a reboot? Yeah. <laughs> and they just they haven't decided just to make the jackets again? Right. We got 17 Spider-Man movies. They're all good. I'm not mad about <laughs> it. You just, hey, starter, take the hint, make the jackets again.
3: Okay, maybe they just don't have them for every team because I've got like an old school Broncos starting starter jacket in front of me right now with like the old, the horse inside oh, the it letter like bright, D. It's like bright orange? Bright orange and that bright royal blue. Oh, it, man. It's, that's, it's nice. That is good. They really need to go back to those full time.
1: Yeah, that the, the Broncos hopefully they've got new ownership they can wake up and, you know, do a, a get out of 2002 with their uniform full change. All right, so you wanted to talk about Dan Orlovsky's quarterback power rankings in the playoffs. I I don't know what's the most offensive part of it. Is it that Lamar Jackson's not playing and still got ranked 6th? That sixth?
3: Uh, that might be it. The fact that he's in the ranking and like don't we all know he's not playing? Right, like
1: Skylar Thompson was ranked 14th and Lamar's right there above Tom Brady. Right. And Lamar's not going to play. Right.
3: Yeah, that, so I don't like that. Um, that's wrong. It's almost wrong. Just like he's not even included on the list. It's almost cheating. Um,
1: I don't like Daniel Jones above Trevor Lawrence. Daniel Jones just did have like all the fancy stats. A very efficient season. Not necessarily great. Se- mm-hmm. Efficient. All right. But anyway, I'll hear uh, you. Lawrence I'm was like
2: car-
3: n- carrying. He was. He was the engine. Of that Jags team down the stretch. Maybe you'd want to say Jones. What was the engine of the of the Giants this year? Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. Um, I think Prescott at 12 feels like an overreaction for me. Like, he has not been good. But I guess my only thing with him is who do I put him above. I might put him above Cousins. I might put him above Gito Smith. But I think Prescott being that low it stands out a lot. I, but I think Jackson being on the list and I Lawrence being that low at 9 for me. Like, Lawrence above Brady, Brady too. Like, I've got a, a lot of things. Lawrence, Jackson is 1, Lawrence is 1. I think Brady being all the way up at 7 is
1: 1. You think he should be lower?
3: Yeah, I think Brady should probably be like 10th or 11th. Hmm. How different is he than Kirk Cousins right now?
1: Mm, that's a good question. I'm not prepared to answer that.
3: You're not compared to prepared. To prepared to compared to Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady. Yeah. Purdy is thirteenth, and Purdy's put probably up the best numbers of any of these guys in Pur- the last month.
1: Since taking over that offense, Brock Purdy's number one in touchdown passes. Is that right? And number yeah. Like number one wow. in quarterback rating. Yeah. I mean, you could say, like, well, that's all the coach. Okay. But he has been not only they went to their third string quarterback, he has given them a boost on offense.
3: He's been better than Garoppolo was.
1: Yes. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, Garoppolo, the stat is how many games he won without a touchdown pass. And yeah. Purdy, it's leading the league in touchdown passes since he jumped in. Right, At least maybe that was heading into week 17. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, love, I love wild card weekend. You know, it's, it's Thursday mm-hmm. right now. But Saturday we get a pair of games. The first game is decent. The night game is great. Chargers yep. and Jaguars. And then the triple header on Sunday is fantastic. I mean, maybe Bengals Ravens isn't fantastic, but still. I heard you guys talking, you talked with Sal about the box score from that game and how the Ravens gave Burrow trouble and how the the, the yeah. Bengals did not look very good in that game. You know, I don't know if the Bills are gonna look to the Baltimore's blueprint in finger quotes, but two games against the Ravens, the Bengals did not look really good in either one of them.
3: Yeah, no, the defense I've I mean they're they've been one of the best defenses in football the last um half of the season. I just I don't know how they score. Right? Like if it's Huntley, if it's Anthony Brown, I just I don't know how they score. I mean, those games they've played without Lamar Jackson, they won a couple of them, but they won 17 to 9 over the Falcons, they won 16 to 14 over the Steelers, and they won 10 to 9 over the Broncos. Like are you going to be able to win 10 to 9 against the the Bengals? Like I think you got even if you hold them in check. What's the Bengals in check is that twenty four yes and I think I, so i I don't have much confidence that the Ravens can get the twenty four points they have not done it actually I don't think since Jackson went out yeah november twenty seventh is the last time that the Ravens scored 20 points just that's rough I just I don't think they I don't think they have it in them to do it
1: eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty super wild card weekend on the way. When do they announce the MVP? It's after the Super Bowl, right? Is there an award show?
3: Um, there's a the NFL Honors. Yeah. Okay. Is that not something you watch every year? Appointment television?
1: No, it's not. Um. Yeah, I'm NFL
3: just, Honors uh, is February 9th, the Thursday okay. before the Super Bowl.
1: Okay. For anyone wondering, when does MVP get announced? When does Coach of the Year get announced? Um. So February 9th. Okay, I'll. I'll the host. I'll What's that?
3: Do you know who the host is of uh, of the NFL Honors? Of the NFL Honors,
1: uh, Keenan Thompson. No,
3: I could I could probably give you. You, know you want to play twenty questions here? I feel yeah. like I I I want to bet you with twenty questions cannot get who the host is.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like
3: it's not that like it's someone you don't know. Like you know who this person is. Sure, sure. But I want to bet you won't get
1: it with twenty questions. All right, and, uh, twenty questions. Let's get some football music for this, 7 I'm ready. 20 questions. I can only ask yes or no questions. Yes. Who is hosting the NFL Honors Awards yes. this year?
3: Yes, on February 9th.
1: Okay, February 9th. I was, what I was going to say is I will plan for February 10th to be a day where Bills fans are very upset that Allen didn't win MVP and McDermott didn't win Coach of the Year, right? We booked that.
3: That they don't win a single that award. If, if yeah. they don't win it, yeah.
1: I mean, McDermott's got a great case for Coach of the Year, and I've already seen, like... You know, a couple of graphics. Who should win it? Sirianni or Dable or Kyle Shanahan or Peterson There, their Right, five games five names listed before McDermott. Okay, anyway. So okay. the host
3: Who's- of the twenty twenty three NFL honors.
1: Alright. Um is it a former NFL athlete? No. Is it a sports figure? No. Okay. Is it a comedian? No. Okay. Uh, I, I almost went to like one of the standard twenty questions questions, like, uh, living or dead, uh, living. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, who's hosting the NFL awards? Is it a man or is it a man? No, woman. Okay, good, perfect. That's five. is it. What's that? That's five. We're at five. We're at five. Okay, not a comedian. Is it a talk show host. Has she she ever hosted a talk show?
3: This is one where I don't... I I know the talk show hosts, some of them, but I gotta check to see... Okay, yes.
1: Did the show have her name on it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, a, He's I'm getting a, like,
3: way closer already than I thought he was gonna. Yeah, I mean, hold on. I at mean, like let me, let me do this you're here. at eight, I think.
1: Oprah, Ellen, not Rosie O'Donnell, because she'd be a comedian. Rachel Ray. Um, okay, okay. These
3: are all female talk show hosts.
1: Yes, you see, you know them. Oh okay, wait, Ellen's Ellen's a comedian. Can't be Ellen. Okay. Um, is it like Kay Adams?
3: It is not Kay Adams. It's not a bad guess. She has her own show now, right, that is uh, up in Adams, right? Yeah, up in Adams.
1: What's the next question here? Um, Does she sing professionally? Yes. Is it Carrie Underwood? No. I don't even know if she had a talk show, but possible it's you probably once upon a time right everybody's going everybody's got a podcast. podcasts don't count by the way everyone's got a podcast
3: everyone's got, right this is not a podcast
1: Hmm. who else so she sings she's had a talk talk show not a comedian yep hosting the nfl awards and
3: you definitely know who she is
1: have i named her
3: no Okay. Like, goodbye. in the course of this game? Yeah, like, no. goodbye
1: Oprah, goodbye Rachel Ray. No, you have not. Hmm. Like, Erin Andrews? I don't know if she sings. I mean, she probably had her own show. She has a podcast.
3: I don't think she sings
1: professionally. Um, her name was on the show that she... Is it Kathy Lee? No. Okay. I, I like that that's, guess. That's,
3: that's a good guess, though. Yes. Yes. That, that you're you're getting close.
1: Like Am you're I showing and
3: you're on the track. Okay. This might be a talk show like this is not a talk show I knew existed.
1: Okay, okay. I was gonna say, like I'm trying not to do the thing where I embarrass myself and I guess all old people and then somebody hip and cool <laughs> that I should have known that I didn't know. <laughs> Some YouTuber that <laughs> But I feel like we're going down that road. Uh uh-huh. I haven't checked Twitter yet. Okay. it open up my computer at any moment and probably gonna, get the answer. Let me check Twitter
3: to see if anybody's
1: hosting the NFL Awards, NFL Honors.
3: I don't see anybody that's got it.
1: What are the other guesses?
3: Um, a, a couple that you've already. Someone guessed Reba.
1: Reba. That's
3: mm. not right. Um, there was another Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood must have done that or the talk show. That's really it. Only a couple. You said I was are. getting
1: closer to when I went to Kathy Lee.
3: Yeah, like like well, you're, you're getting closer just in that you've got you've got professional singer that hosted a talk show host or the talk the talk show. Yeah,
1: singer that hosted a talk show.
3: Yeah, I mean you probably want to explore one of those two categories, don't you?
1: Yeah, right. And the problem is, I'll give that? you a, I'll give you a hint in the course
3: okay. of uh, of twenty questions here. Yes, she is much more known for the singing.
1: Okay. <sighs> this is boy. Funny with the, it's I'm like I'm re- waiting for
3: Berman to just chime are, in at some point with Are you sure the it's Raiders. not Carrie Underwood? The Raiders. <laughs> it's not Carrie Underwood. Joel
1: Clark. Yes. <laughs> um. Boy, who else is there? Anybody have it yet? Um,
3: oh, I don't see it.
1: I checked Twitter. I've got it. It's Kelly Clarkson.
3: Kelly Clarkson is correct. Kelly Clarkson. Hosting the NFL Honors. Yes, she is hosting the NFL Honors. The Kelly Clarkson Show aired on NBC, airing NBC, 2019 to present. It's a current show you can watch, probably today.
1: All right, good. Kelly Clarkson.
3: Is that going to be good? Huh? Is that going to be good? she going to be a good host?
1: The NFL announcement show? Mm, I I don't know. It's a good I, question.
3: Steve Harvey did it the last couple of years, and there were some moments I would see on Twitter after the fact. Did he
1: read the wrong envelope like he did for Miss America? Not that that was his fault. Yeah. He, he
3: the only thing I think I've ever watched from the NFL Honors and enjoyed was when Conan O'Brien hosted, and he did a movie with basic like lookalikes, like what actors would like play in like an NFL movie about the NFL. Yeah. That, find that on YouTube. It's the only thing from the NFL Honors in like 10 years that I think is worth watching.
1: Well, that was a fun from what game. I've seen
3: Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, coming up in Extendo, if you want it, have you seen, and if you haven't, maybe don't look, have you seen the, the games have been announced for the NFL Pro Bowl games?
1: Yes, I did see. And the one event that I really want, they don't have mm. the longest throw. They right, don't, don't. Right? They don't have. Don't longest we want throw. the longest throw?
3: We oh, of course we do. Do they not do that because like, would do they have that planned? And like, players went. Well, I'm, I'm throwing out my arm for this. I guess so. I still want it. Or like fastest throw. I thought about yeah, that. Like, yeah. how fast are these guys throwing footballs?
1: They do have the events are kind of cool. <laughs> longest drive. I'm into it.
3: The log uh, for it's just a golf drive.
1: In fact. Of all the competitions they'll have at the Pro Bowl, the one that people will remember, I think, the most is we're going to know who's got the biggest driver off the tee yeah. in the NFL. And that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Or when, at least at least the guys that are at the Pro Bowl.
1: It, it's just like playing in a scramble at your own you know, po- local park or whatever, your club. When there's a long drive challenge and you win that, all of a sudden everybody knows that you can smash it. Yeah, yeah. And some <laughs> NFL player is about to be world-known... For smashing the ball off the tee. That's the best one to oh, win yeah. by a lot.
3: There's a lot more status that comes with that than if you win the dodgeball tournament. Yes. Like, oh, you're the best dodgeball player in the NFL. Like, longest drive, is it, for sure. Yeah,
1: like look at all those events. Don't you want Josh Allen winning longest drive? As opposed to uh, kick-tack-toe? <laughs> I don't think he's going to compete in that one. Probably not. But that'll be... F- if you can... Wow. T- kick-tack-toe. If kick-tack-toe. Kickers are going to place balls into like, into slots inside the uprights that could be impressive.
3: It, oh if they can actually do like Justin Tucker might be the only one I feel like it's going to be good at this though.
1: So. Yeah. All right. We'll get a break in. We'll get to Extendo Sports and um you know, we'll, I'm putting my calendar, Kelly Clarkson NFL announcements. No, February 9th you said. 803-0550 to join us here on WGR.
0: Breaking sports news airs first here. Guarantee. <laughs> WGR Sports Radio 550, 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports.
1: Stat of the year.
3: Stat of the year.
1: Yeah, The year's not very old. That's true. It's only 12 days old. Um, or if it's definitely the stat of the day, you can use today, and I'll let you can have it for the rest of the week if you want. You can. You and Sal can mm-hmm. kick this around too. From Jordan Loparina. Formerly with ESPN and the Big Ten Network. He has tweeted and pointed out, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on a Saturday in (laughs) high school or college or the NFL. (laughs)
3: That's amazing. What was was his record at college? Like 15-1 or something?
1: Yeah, they never lost a game on a Saturday.
3: That's unbelievable. And in high
1: school, he only played three Saturday games, but they went unbeaten. Okay. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game on a Saturday. Wow! And they play Saturday night. That was there that was go.
3: worthy of uh, of stat of the year.
1: We'll see. Well, if he loses on Saturday night, well then that, that's you know toast. Did you
3: see the uh, the video that came out of Odell Beckham and his uh, having to be removed from a plane
1: at Miami Airport? This would have been like months ago. Yeah, this happened a couple months ago. I I don't is the video new?
3: It came out last night, I believe. Okay. There was a news station, sure, in South Florida, that yeah. that released it. It's just, it's like the, you know, the body cam footage from, sure, yeah, the uh, officers that went on the plane. It's about five minutes long. It's not like contentious or anything. It's not even that controversial. I would just say this. If, you, if you're on Team Odell Beckham and we want him on the Bills at some point, and we'll probably fire that back up again in March when he's going to be a free agent. I mean, he's a free agent now, but whenever we fire that back up. If you like the idea of Beckham on the Bills, I would just advise you not to watch this video. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, like, you know, he's not doing anything, you know, that would get him suspended or, you know, there are a lot worse things we've seen from professional athletes. It's basically five minutes of Odell Beckham just being a jerk, I guess is what Mm. it is.
1: So don't watch it if you want Beckham on the Bills, would be my advice. Okay. I feel like my get him on the Bills has faded, will, but when we get to the regular offseason, fade tremendously. Really? Yes. There will be other options. And, in fact, I was just looking at the number of receivers that are about to hit the same point in their career that last year's group did. Uh huh. Right? Like all those guys do a big contract, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. The guys got traded and signed big money deals. AJ Brown. The list yeah. of guys about to do that. Joe, if we keep having teams do that, is Denver gonna do what with Jerry Judy? Is Dallas what with CeeDee Lamb? I mean CeeDee Lamb wears eighty eight and Jerry Jones put him in eighty eight <laughs> so he could wear yeah. so I think that one's pretty safe. But I'd be looking at the receiver market in trades. I'd be looking in the draft. I'd be looking for KG free agent signings. Beckham was always the idea that was he's the only choice I have for the next six months. And as soon as I get 100 other options, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm uninterested, but my I, I view it less of a sweepstakes and more of a, okay, maybe, maybe that happens, maybe not. Maybe he wants a one-year prove-it deal in this offense, yep. and I would welcome that. But I'd be much... I'd probably be much higher on the idea of drafting a receiver in the first round, or yep. you know, pursuing somebody really good. Um, they don't have to co- do.
3: They don't have to do just one thing, too. I mean, they could, no, I, no. They could draft right. a guy and sign Beckham, or well, how sign many guys? Are, Myers. How many guys
1: out of this receiving core are on this team next year? Diggs, Ooh. yes. Davis, yes. And that's I'm, the I'm done there. Shakir.
3: I Shakir. Yeah. And, and McKen- then you're out. McKenzie, even like they save 2.1 of his 2.6. Yeah. If they want to move on from him and they're going to be limited on a cap space, so And Brown
1: and Beasley were out of the league kind of this year, never mind next year. So And
3: Crowder was on a one-year deal,
1: so Yep. Yep. So the position yeah. could be seeing some um some major turnover. All right. Football Friday tomorrow, of course. Enjoy the Extra Point show. Uh Joe and Sal going to take you through here on a Thursday, Sabres and Winnipeg tonight here on WTR as well.